Welcome to the Truth To You Daily Podcast, a podcast designed for teenagers who want to learn more about God's Word and how it impacts our daily lives. Journey with us as we set out to explore God's timeless truth one day at a time. Hello and welcome back to the Truth To You Podcast. This is our Saturday sit-down and our special edition we're calling Everything In Between. And of course that means that I have with me here the one and only Christina Devane, also known as my wife. Yes, so great to be here again for episode number two. Yes, and we are coming to you from... The Truth to You Studios that uh, happens Located. to move depending on where our, where we want to record, right? Yes, but mostly just in our basement. That's right. Okay. Move around the basement. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get right into our show for today. And it's going to start off with our first segment, which is what's been going on this past week? Well, it's been a pretty, pretty big week. I'll actually let you say the first thing that happened. Okay. We all know. All right. Really big deal. And that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, our world champs, Woo-hoo! won the Super Bowl. Did you did you doubt them? I hope you didn't because they did it, and they did it emphatically. It was not they just did. a little win. They did. It was a big win. I have to admit that I was a little bit nervous. I was a lot nervous. And um, most everybody thought it was going to go the other way. That's true. There were a lot of there was a lot of noise out there. People that that were you know calling for a Chiefs win. And those of you in the youth group who uh, are Chiefs supporters, uh, you can't win them all, you know. But um, or two in a row. Sorry. Right. But but uh, all in all, it was a good game. I guess if you're a Bucks fan, it was a good game. I think I think if I wouldn't have been a Bucks fan, it would have been a little boring. It did. They kind of ran away with it a little bit, so yeah, it I, wasn't I as competitive. I think there were probably some who changed the channel and and just you know looked for yeah. something else to I watch. I heard of maybe. some people who just stopped watching at halftime because it was like, well, yeah, there's not much. Yeah, would you do? You never know, but well, and you don't. I mean, uh, and I wouldn't put anything past Mahomes. He's such a talented. Player that uh, he certainly could have, you know, come back. But uh, defense did well, and um, world champs. And I'm already thinking about next year. Uh, yes. You know, who knows? Maybe, maybe you're looking at the next football dynasty in Tampa. Uh, How many you can know, we you win never know. before Brady retires? Um, yes. I've heard that he's been practicing throwing from a wheelchair just in case <laughs> uh, we get to that point. But, but who knows? Okay, so that's that was the big thing. That's been going yes. on this week, and and what about you? Is there anything anything that? Um, we did have some more snow, so it's actually pretty unusual the amount of snow we've gotten in the past couple of weeks for that much in the days. Um, other than that, I did have some just really specific answers to prayer that were just really neat. Some sort of small things you don't really tell anybody um but one was a really big one that's been like eight years so that was very special indeed indeed um had the crown molding going on i guess that was was it was that saturday last saturday it seems like a long stuff runs together i forget now but 
But anyway, uh, next phase of the molding. The molding is actually all in place, which is great. And now it's just covering up all the bad cuts that I made in the corners and the nail holes. And um, a little compound, some caulking really goes a long way. And a lot of the teenage guys that are listening, if you haven't found that out yet in your life, you will find that out in the in the coming years so yeah. um stay close to compound and caulk it'll be your friend for sure that and your and paint that, that covers up a lot of yeah yeah it really does so anyway trick tricks of the trade there so that's what's been going on in the Devane house um let's uh let's let's go next to um our uh sharing of a biblical truth or a quote that has helped us recently you let me go first last time i'll let you go first this All right. time so I've been doing some study in Proverbs, and a verse that comes up a lot is the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is talked about quite a bit, and I've heard this before, but just some more thinking on it this week, how the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and so then the opposite of that is the fear of man is the beginning of foolishness. Mm. And just really thinking how that really plays out in our life. Yes, we should reverence, honor the Lord, have the right um, respect for Him. If we have Him as our priority, that is the beginning of wisdom. Mm. Yet when we put priority on man, you know, what they think, our fear of man, that that's actually the beginning of foolishness. And how much we can tend to live in that realm of being the fool and not even realizing it. And so that's just been a, so my thoughts this week. Yeah, that's that's a great thought, and I've got a I've got a quote here. Um, I tend to be heavy on the quote side, I guess, but um, just a really neat thought um, I've been thinking about this week, and um, it uh, it comes from a very special person. But I'll give you the quote first, and that, that is, uh, "Don't be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God." And I know that you probably know who who said that. Do you know who said that? I gotta think for one second. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a slow thinker. Okay. Um, was it Corey Tenboom? Yep. Yeah, okay. It was, yeah. and and I can attest to the fact that she's not cheating and and looking on my notes over here. Yes, okay. I have not reviewed. Special special lady. She was a Dutch Christian watchmaker. Family uh, helped um, Jews escape from um, the clutches of of the Nazis, and uh, her and uh, her sister would be taken to a concentration camp, and um, really. In, amazing story but but she when she got out she wrote quite a bit about her experience and one of the things that she said was that she just had to trust God every day for her future and so that, this quote is it's powerful because of the person it comes from um, but it's also powerful because it's it's actually Bible truth and, and let me give it one more time don't be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God we can put anything in his hands and trust um, that he's going to give us his best if we're seeking him so that's, That's the thought. All right. Uh, well, let's go on to our uh, random realizations. And this is just complete randomness about our lives. But what 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 are you, you realizing know. these days about yourself? So this actually was a little bit of feedback from last week's podcast. But I can tend to talk slow when I'm thinking through stuff. So I'm actually working on that. But mm. I, I guess I didn't realize that I, I can be a slow processor and... I don't think super fast on my feet all the time. So sometimes I'm trying to like discuss something with you and like get it out. And I can tell you're sitting there like, eh, why, why did you just say it? So anyway. 
Yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I, no, I don't. I, I hope I'm uh, not irritating in that no, way. No, 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 no. It just, it just shows that I can be slow processor. The other thing, though, actually, is you can listen to podcasts at one point five or two times the speed. So if you think I talk too slow, just speed it up. Yeah, and yeah, I'll talk real fast. But you know, I'm gonna be really honest. I'm a little offended when somebody tells me that they listen at like three times the speed, because that's a little cue to myself that I must like really talk slow. Um, but I probably shouldn't have taken offense well, at that because somebody's no. just looking to maximize their time. No, they are because I know people who listen to audiobooks on two point five, but I can't. Yeah. I can't even listen that fast. Yeah. I tried and I felt like on edge, agitated, like. And then they did this, and then blah, 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 blah. yeah, it was too much. I felt like I had to be rushing around the house. Right. It was not relaxing. All right. Realization about myself: I I enjoy eating with smaller utensils. <laughs> I I think no. when you're a kid, you know, to receive a big fork, it's a special thing. You're like, one day I'm going to use the big person fork and it's going to be a really great thing. And, and you use it and you think, I am a big person because I'm using a big person fork. And it's like it's it's like you're getting older and, and you're taking steps towards adulthood and, and all of that. But I have recently noticed that I don't like a big fork. Really? And it's partially... I guess I haven't told you this. No, this, well, this and is that, news. Partly news. because I, I, like a good husband, I take what's given to me. <laughs> and I don't say anything about it. But but the truth is, I I have a small mouth. Actually, that and is true. I I the dentist just uh, did not like working on me. They had a hard me. time. They, yeah, they couldn't get <laughs> in there. And um, it was frustrating for all of us. But uh, I digress. So the point is... I enjoy, even though I'm I'm a big person, an adult. I I don't enjoy having a big fork, and if I have a choice, I will take that smaller fork. I'm not talking about a baby fork, okay? <laughs> I'm not talking about that. All right, I'm talking about just the smaller, smaller, the smaller fork. size. Yeah, the smaller size fork, and that works well, for me. I'll... Much more control. I find mm. that I find that when I'm dealing with a larger fork, it's too much stuff, room. Stuff starts to end well, up. Uh, not in my mouth and in other places and so well, anyway i'll tell our children to now set the table differently okay this has been a great realization yeah well and who knows so i may better. realize that i don't want the smaller one after a while so we'll see <laughs> <laughs> all right all right let's go on and let's talk about uh what we're reading these days it's been a couple of weeks since we um had uh, our everything in between Talking about Someone. reading, all of that good stuff. So what are, you, what are you reading? So I'm reading a parenting book, which I have been actually for a little while. It's a rather big one that's been sort of daunting. Sometimes you don't read a book just because it looks big. Anyway, just a very interesting quote that I thought is really applicable to everybody. And this, they were actually quoting somebody else. But the quote is, this is God's universe and he does things his way. Now, you may have a better way of doing things, but then again, you don't have a universe. Mm. And it was very like, ooh, you know, yeah, everybody has an opinion, right? but everybody's not God, and they don't have the wisdom that God has. So just, actually kind of goes along 
with um, what I shared about the fear of the Lord, but how much, you know, doing things his way is the right way. And he created that way, created things that way for a reason. That's a great thought. That's a great thought. I've continued reading. I'm not done with it yet, although I'm trying to get done. This book that I've been reading concerning just having the proper mindset, a lot of great things in there. And um, I was reminded of a principle that actually relates to another book that I read several years ago. It was called From Good to Great. And the idea of it was um, that of, um, you know, the idea of just being a great leader, but, but a leader that is serving others, not being served. And um, this this book, Good to Great, it takes large companies um, that are based all around the world, and he simply compared um, what separated the good companies from the great companies. And in a lot of situations, there were leaders at the top who were serving their people instead of just sitting back and enjoying the perks of of um, leadership or just being served themselves. So, yeah, I thought that was so good. Obviously, for Christians, that's a Bible principle anyway. We understand that that we ought to be serving others and not focused on ourselves. But you know, whether you you're in a position of of Christian leadership or you're in a position of um, leadership in a business or um, a doctor's office or whatever God has you doing in the future, um, don't don't look to be served. Look to serve other people. Ultimately, it's going to create a culture and environment that that will have a successful outcome. So I just thought that was really yeah. neat and a great reminder. That is. Um, you and know. There, were, there, were all, there will always be opportunities to serve, too. Sometimes mm-hmm. we just have to look for it. But Yeah, yeah, be. very true, very true. All right, uh, well, let's, uh, let's close things out uh, with our topic of the day. And uh, we'll get these folks out of here and they can enjoy the rest of their Saturday. So what's our topic today? We are talking about assumptions. Oh, I think I've made a few of those in my time. Yes, we all make assumptions. And I guess I'm learning that, you know, people make assumptions about you that aren't true. And so in reality, we could all be walking around believing things about other people and assuming things that aren't really true. Right limited observation and then you just kind of you come to a conclusion about somebody somebody else yeah so what are some assumptions that people have thought about you um you know i think that and this is probably true with any leader but we tend to especially public speakers we tend to look at people that are that leaders that are up in front of other people and we just naturally assume that they have always enjoyed doing that um when for me personally, that that is not the case. In fact, um, one of the reasons that I put off surrendering to preach was because I I just did not think I was capable of doing it. I to stand up to handle the word of God and and to instruct and teach other people about it. I just that thought made me so nervous that I could barely come to terms with it. And so I put off surrendering to preach for a while. Um, also, in regards to singing in front of people, it was something that was a desire that in my heart. But, but when I did it the first couple of times, I, I had some failure experiences just because out of sheer nervousness, and it was that was just a difficult thing. And so, working through some of that, you know, am I at a point now where I don't even think about being nervous? Absolutely not. No, I mean, I, I get I get nervous when I get up to preach. I get nervous when I get up to sing. 
And I don't know that that will ever leave me, but I would say that it's better. And it just, it causes me to depend on the Lord a whole lot more. So I guess the assumption that maybe some people could make with me is that, well, when Brother Scott gets up and sings a song, you know, well, that's just Brother Scott and he doesn't get nervous. And if he preaches, that's just what he does. He doesn't get nervous. But that's not true. It's human nature. And those are things that we all have to work through. Yeah. I would say mine are similar. And part of it was somebody told me recently, but it was that I, well, you know, you teach piano so you probably always wanted to do that where in high school the majority of my high school career that was the last thing I wanted to do and I was actually people would ask me like oh don't you want to teach piano I'd be like oh no I'm never doing that um so it's a little more comical because I've been doing that ever since we got married but um the other thing even with that is that you know well I do play the piano so you know well you probably don't have to practice because you've been playing for, you know, over 20 years, whatever. And, um, no, I actually have to practice a lot sometimes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's certain songs I will work on for months. And, you know, even a song, getting a song ready for a certain Sunday can take hours and hours um, during the week. So just some things to think about of just assumptions, how we can assume things that are not always true. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, I think we've given the teenagers some things to maybe consider and uh, hopefully some fun things to laugh at along the way. And uh, if the podcast has been a blessing to you, feel free to share it with somebody else. Other than that, um, we're going to get out of here and let you go enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, who knows, a couple weeks from now, we may get together on our third installment of everything in between. And it will be a very exciting one, I have to say. All right. 